95.3 DNH, Megan Trainer, and no excuses here on a Thursday morning. And as it is Thursday morning, we will do Taste Test Thursday here at 95.3 DNH. I have a guest coming from the studio every Thursday morning. Uh, a guest from the community come into the studio and we talk about their life, who they are, where they grew up, uh, what they did for school, what they did for work, and what they do now. It's always interesting. All kinds of different people come in. Then, uh, after we've kind of gotten their, their their basic history out of the way, uh, we talk about food. And I ask the guest every week to bring in a food item that they are just crazy about. Now, here's the thing. is It does not have to be the, 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 the most expensive steak on the menu. It does not have to be fancy. It does not have to be like really amazingly different and, and unique and zany and cool. It certainly can be, but it's just something that you really, really like. So the example I always give is my dad came in, and he eats a hard-boiled egg for breakfast every day. So he brought in a hard-boiled egg because that's important to him. And I think that's, that's, that's just right about what I'm looking for is the thing that is just important to you, something you're excited about. So without further ado, I would like to introduce my guest, Liz Castanello. Good morning, Liz. Good morning. Did I say it right? Castellano. Castellano. Ah! Ah! Castellano. C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-O? Correct. Castellano. Now, Liz is uh, a lovely lady. Liz is an artist. Uh, Liz is a, uh, how do I say this? You are the employer of a guide dog, a service dog? Yes, I own a service dog, a guide dog. Okay. Um, and uh, Liz, let's just start at sort of at square one. Uh, did you grow up around here? What's your... What- uh, no, I grew up in Thornwood, Thornwood, New York, which is a part of Westchester County. Okay, um, it's about forty minutes outside of New York City. Oh, so when you were a kid, did you like? Were you in and out of New York City like all the time, or? Yeah, we spent a great deal of time in the city. My father worked there, um, so we would visit. We would do Rockefeller Center every Ooh. year, um, and we would go in and do different things in the city and visit it quite often. Um, but then uh, up in up in um, Westchester County, where you actually sort of went to high school uh, and uh, and grew up, were you? Um, what, what kind of a town was it? Like relative to Honesdale, let's just say. Yeah, it was it was pretty similar to Honesdale. It was a suburban town. Um, Thornwood was pretty small back then, um, and it was a nice community to live in. Definitely a nice main street, some you know local mom and pop shops kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was actually. I like a t- I like a town like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then when you when you were in, um, well, I, I guess I should say when you were born, something kind of happened to you that would would affect the rest of your life. Is that fair to say? That's correct. Uh, now now explain what happened when you were born or, or what you were born with. Um, well, when I was born, and um, it, we didn't find out about it right away, but when I was about nine months old, my parents found out that I was unable to see, um, and. Yeah. Yeah, Yikes. they they took me for an eye exam, and um, the doctors let them know that there was some sort of a problem. They were unsure what it was, um, and like I said, um, the first diagnosis they came up with was that um, I wasn't going to live past the age of four. Whoa! But fortunately, that was not correct, um, and it turns out that I have something very rare that strikes one out of every one million children, and it's called corneal opacity. It's when, what it means is your corneas are very thick and they don't allow light to pass through them to the back of the eye. So you're unable to see. Yeah, light, light, light transmitting through your eye to the back of it is pretty critical for, for sight, <clears throat> yes. vision. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, as a, as a little kid, you had just about no light coming through. 
Correct. Um, now, this was let's just say some years ago. I won't. We won't. We won't go. We won't say specifically how far. <laughs> you never ask. I know this. This is a lesson I learned. Um, but but let's just say nowadays, if this if a kid were to be born and have this corneal opacity, is there something that can be done about it? They would do a corneal transplant pretty much right away. As an infant can have a corneal transplant um, as long as there are donors available for that child. And the cornea is the the, the, how do I, the front part of your eye, right? It's a very thin um, layer on the front part of your eye. Yes. Okay. Uh, so so as a, really as a kid they would as like an infant they would do a transplant. Yes, they can now. They yeah, yes. But when you were born, that was not a, uh, an option. They were unsure if that would work at the time. Um, they were concerned that if they did a transplant on such a young child that they would have to keep doing transplants because the eye was growing. Oh. They wanted to wait until the eye was fully grown. They were unaware that they didn't have to do that. So actually, if you do a transplant on an infant, the transplant grows with the eye. Correct. So, but they, with you, they didn't quite know that. So they wait. So when you were what, like? 14, 13, something like that? I had one corneal transplant when I was 13 years old and the second when I was 14. And how did it go? It went well, um, but it left me with a different condition. It's called a nystagmus where the eye muscles are not fully developed and so they move um, and shake. So it left me with blurry vision in both eyes. My vision before the transplant was 22,000 in both eyes. My vision now is 2,200 in both eyes. Whoa, so a factor of 10. Right. I mean, okay, but still but still not acceptable for your... Are you legally blind? Is yes, that, I'm okay. still considered legally blind because 2,200 is legally blind. And um, depending on different tests, I'm anywhere from 2,200 to 2,400. Okay. So... But so light's coming through. You're seeing colors. You're seeing shapes. Yes. Just blurry. Just blurry. Okay. Well, to me, like I said... Blurry. It's not blurry to me, but to you it would be because I don't. You've you've spent your whole life with this, right? This so is normal. For normal you. to me. So, <laughs> um, okay. So, but but so you have you have elected to uh, bring a service animal into your life. We have a dog in the studio. Yes. Which now let me get this. I am not to pet the dog. Is that correct? correct? Okay. This is this is probably the hardest morning of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I totally understand. So uh, a service dog has is on the job. When that harness is on, the service dog is working and he cannot be pet. Okay. All right. Good. So now, do people come up to your dog and pet him anyway? Or I have to say, kids are really good. They come up and they say, you know, can I please pet your service dog or your dog? They don't say service dog. Yeah. Um, and I'll say, well, thank you so much for asking. But when the harness is on, he has to work and he can't pet him. But then the grownups come and they're like, oh, wow, I'm going to pet your dog. I mean, they don't even ask. They're like, hey, doggy. And they I'm just like, go right for it. So like they go right for it. Like, so the grownups, they, they have a harder time than the kids, I think. So. <laughs> My guess is Liz Castellano. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you got it. Oh, man, it's going to be tough for me this morning. Uh, Liz is uh, uh, an artist. Liz uh, is also the employer, I guess, of a service dog, Crom, uh, who joined us in the studio this morning. But we're just going to let Crom do work. Um, maybe we'll take the harness off later. Yes. Possibly. Oh, thank God. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, Liz, I want to talk about you and art. So when you finished high school, uh, you, had, you, you were telling me before we went on the air that art, art class was a big deal for you. Um, and when you finished high school, you kind of wanted to pursue that, right? I did, yes. Um, but my parents were like, we're not going to let you be a full-time artist. You can't make a living on that. We're, yeah. <laughs> you need to find a job. And I'm like, a job job. I'm like, Aww. all right. 
So I did go to college at Manhattanville College in Purchase, New York. Oh. Um, I studied fine arts there, but I also needed to find something else to support myself. And I did investigate a variety of things, but I was particularly inspired by um, education, particularly a professor there named Randy Williams. Um, he was my art professor and he was in the education department and he kind of encouraged me to pursue art education. And so that's what I studied at so Manhattanville. So art education is like teaching, teaching art classes in grade school, high school kind of stuff? Yeah, so art, art education is uh, certification in art, K through 12, oh. and you can teach any grade within those parameters. You can go teach in any level. You can teach in a public school or a private school. So, the, and, But it is uh, state by state? Yes. Um, there are national certifications that you can obtain, but my certification is currently in New York State. So I want to talk a little bit about... So, so Okay, so did you work as an art teacher? I did. I worked um, in New York City for approximately 10 years. Whoa. Work, city schools? Yes. Big schools? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How many kids in a classroom? Um, sometimes there are as many as 35. And what grade level did you did you do a variety of grade levels or what? I did a variety of grade levels. Okay. Would you say? I mean, I, I don't want to say pick a favorite, but was there is there any group of kids that you felt you resonated with more than uh, others? I really liked everything I did, but elementary school was probably the most fun. Cool, very very cool. And then you yourself though have kept up your own. It's not you're not just you're not you weren't just instructing. You were doing your own thing as well, right? Correct. I always have um, created, exhibited, and sold art. And what's your um, uh, uh, format or media, I guess? You know, is it, uh, oil paints or what? I particularly like uh, acrylic and watercolor painting. So I, I, I had a chance to look through some of your stuff before you came in. And okay. there's this one in particular that's on your Facebook page. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it online shortly here if that's okay with you. Sure. Um, it's this watercolor of this uh, tree. And it looks like you maybe drawn the lines of the tree in with a pen. Yes. And I think it's just great because the, the water watercolor is so ethereal and sort of, um, uh, I don't know, pastel-y and it flows. And mm -hmm. then the pen is just sharp and very precise lines. And the, the combination of the two is really great, Liz. Well, thank you. What I usually do is I'll start out with a pencil. And then in order to see it better, I'll use a felt-tip pen. And what's nice about felt-tip pens is they run when you um, apply the watercolor. So yes. they bleed. And I tend to do watercolors that flow into each other and bleed. I am not a real big realist. I can do it, but it's very tedious for me because of my vision. And I kind of am more of an expressionist. I like to play with the media and um, I like to express how I'm feeling and what I'm doing. Um, and I'm not so concerned about getting it to look completely realistic because that's just not what I'm about. Now we were actually, we're, me and Melissa are looking at some of the other pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so the, 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 it looks like oil, um, really just uh, sort of swooping shapes, great use of color. Um, and I sort of wonder if this is kind of like what the world maybe looks like to you a little bit. Um, maybe that's a stretch. I don't know, but like this, this one of is, is it you and one of your kids? Maybe I, I'm holding it up like you can see it, but I don't know. I if can't you... see it from there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, that's one of my kids. That's Janine. She's my oldest. How many kids do you have? I have three kids. Janine is is ten. Sydney is seven, uh, and Vivian is one. Oh my! Oh my gosh! You've got a and then how old is Krom the dog? Krom will be two years old tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yes, it's his birthday. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, don't pet the dog while the harness is on it. Don't yes, pet the don't dog while the harness the is on it. <laughs> my guest is uh, Liz 
Castellano. Very good. Uh, We're on It's Taste Test Thursday. Um, uh, Liz is a, uh, I would say, vision-impaired artist uh, and art art teacher. Are you teaching now? What's your story? I'm not teaching now. I don't have um, Pennsylvania certification Oh, right, right. Okay. We're close to New York, though. Oh, uh, yeah, but you, you can't know, exactly drive yourself. I can't drive, and, and transportation to Pennsylvania doesn't connect to transportation uh, to New York. Right. And uh, I'm just, I'm at home now. I'm but you're a full time mom home. at this point. I'm a full time mom. Yeah, I'm, I would say. I'm using this time to kind of figure out what I want to do. And are you doing art now still? Like, yes. Good. That's then, then I'm absolutely, then I'm thrilled for you. That's that's excellent. <laughs> are you doing any shows coming up or anything? I'm very much involved in the Wayne County. County Arts Alliance. Um, I really love working with them. I'm going to be involved in their studios tour this summer. I will be set up at the Irving Cliff Brewery. Hey! One nice. of my favorite places yeah. to go. Um, I'm also going to be participating in the Women's Guild show this summer. And I would like to become involved in the steampunk uh, exhibit. Oh. I need to create something. So I, a, I'm working on that. Sort of apply your style to steampunk. Yeah, I think we were talking about that. Apply I think that'll my look, style to steampunk. look really good. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to take a quick break here, Liz. When we come back, I, I ask all my guests to bring food in to share with me, like something they really like. Do you have something? Yes. Okay. I can't wait to find out what it is. <laughs> Taste Test Thursday continues in just a minute here on 95.3. Remember the days when Sunday dinners were the crowning glory of the entire week? Those meals took hours to prepare. But whatever mom was making, it was a labor of love. That same labor of love is poured into every dish the Rogensky family prepares at Gresham's Chop House. Like their 16-ounce cowboy bone-in ribeye steak that has been dry-aged for 28 days. Or the carefully prepared seafood cakes made with crab, shrimp, and scallops baked with a remoulade sauce. Try the bolognese meat sauce with tomatoes, beef, pork, sausage, carrots, and peas. Or the French-cut prime pork chop with a fresh herb and blue cheese crust. And don't forget Thursday night, prime rib night, two for Tuesday, and Sunday pasta night. Gresham's Chop House, Route 6, Hawley, and online at greshamschophouse.com. Open seven days a week at 4 o'clock beginning May 7th. Now taking reservations for Mother's Day. At Mohegan Sun Pocono, everything shines a little brighter. Your heart beats a little faster with over 90 action-packed table games. Your smile gets a little wider with nearly 2,000 of your favorite slot machines. The meals are a little tastier. With dining options like Rustic Kitchen, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, and Molly O'Shea's. The hot streaks run a little hotter with exciting new promotions and deals every month. The people are a little friendlier. The good times seem to last a little longer. And so do the memories. So bring your friends and your appetite to Pennsylvania's first casino, where the fun's a little easier to get to and you shine a little brighter. Shine on. Mohegan Sun Pocono. Visit MoheganSunPocono.com for more information. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Bold Gold Broadcast and Media Foundation's fourth annual event and dinner is June 26th. This very special evening will honor Davis Art Chant of Davis Art Chant Realtors with the 2018 Atlas Award for Citizenship. National radio and TV personality Brian Kilmeade of The Brian Kilmeade Show and co-host of Fox & Friends on the Fox News Channel will discuss the state of the media and freedom of speech during his keynote address. Brian will also be on hand to sign copies of his latest best-selling book, Andrew Jackson and the Miracle 
people of New Orleans. The evening will also feature the return of Nick Adams of Flag for a very special presentation. Help the Bold Gold Broadcast and Media Foundation in its efforts to support the education and training of tomorrow's broadcast and media leaders. Attend our fourth annual event and dinner June 26th at 6 p.m. at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Make your reservations or become a sponsor at boldgold.org. That's boldgold.org. Complimentary tickets available for students and military. Contact the foundation for more information. 95.3 And we are back here on Taste Test Thursday. I'm Adam Owens for 95.3 DNH. We bring a guest in every Thursday morning for the 8 o'clock hour. We talk about who they are, what they did for work, what they do for work, what they do for fun. Uh, and we also talk about food. My guest this morning is Liz Castellano. Yes, you got it. <laughs> Literally every time I say it now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pause and hope to, for some, some reassurance that I got it right. Yeah. Uh, Liz is an artist. Liz is a mother. Uh, Liz is an art uh, an art teacher. Is that is that uh, art educator? Which, yes, okay. that's fine. Uh, yeah. Licensed, uh, certified in the state of New York. Yeah. Um, and uh, Liz has, Liz has, was, let me say this, born with, what was the phrase that you used? Um, well, they, they, the layman's term is corneal opacity. Corneal opacity. Got it. Um, and then you had cornea transplants when you were just a teenager. Yes. You can see better now, but still not good enough to pass a, what, a driving test? Right. No way, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and you employ the use of a service dog named Crom. C-R-O-M? Yes. Correct. Crom. Is that short for anything, or is it just Crom? I have no idea where they got it from. Oh, he came with the name. He came with the name. Um, I think, from what I could gather, the breeder... Um, was a sci-fi nut. Okay. And Me too. Same, same. Yep. I think um, what we found out was Crom was the god on Conan the Bar- Barbarian. Oh, wow. That is what we think he was named from. He kind of looks like... He's a he's a good-looking dog, I got to say. He's, yes, he's very handsome. handsome he's boy. got a big head. <laughs> he's got a huge head. <laughs> Definitely got a big head. Uh, and he's yeah, he's just sort of that square nose, yeah, very handsome, black black color the whole way, right? No white on Crom. No, Crom is all black. Okay, uh, easy to sort of disappear against the background in photos. We tried to take a couple. Yeah, photos. he's uh, he blends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, okay, so I just want to talk for a second before we get into food about I don't know life with a service dog. So, uh, you know, so we said earlier when the harness is off, he's kind of a regular normal dog. Yes. He um, he is totally normal. We have two other dogs at home, and he plays with them. He loves shoes. He <laughs> will go and take shoes, and he will carry them around. He will slobber on them. If you're not careful, he will... You know, he will chew on them. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. we've had to learn where to put shoes where Crom can't get them. <laughs> um, he's a regular dog. I mean, when it's time to go to sleep, he jumps right in the bed and he goes to sleep. I'm melting over here. This is okay. But then, but when the harness goes on? When the harness goes on, he's all business. Really? He yeah. really can tell, huh? Yeah, for the most part. He has a hard time when he sees other dogs. He'll cry. Um, Me too. Or other people. <laughs> yeah. You know, he yeah. wants, he's a big flirt. Oh. He loves people. Yep. So, you know, and we're still working on but that. But yeah, he's young. He's he's turning two tomorrow, you said, right? Yes, and tomorrow's I mean, his birthday. So, so in, in theory, uh, as the years go by, he will be more and more focused service dog. Yeah, he'll calm down. I mean, he's he's still a puppy, and he's going to do puppy things. Yeah. So, you know, as the years go by, that that'll get less and less. So now, where you where you live, you do a lot of walking around. You said, is it is it? Mm, how do I say this? Is there like a main street like there is in Honesdale, or are no. you out in the woods kind of more? <laughs> I'm out in the woods. <laughs> so so there's no crosswalks. There's no traffic lights. No. <laughs> so now, how does he handle it when you come into like Honesdale? 
Um, he loves Honesdale. The problem is he forgets about curbs, so we have some homework to do from his teacher uh, um, to make sure that when he gets to the curb, he finds the curb and stops, because a lot of times he doesn't feel the need to stop. He'll oh, just keep going. Oh, dear. Yeah, so I have to kind of tell him to find the curb several times, and if he goes over the curb, I have to tell him to watch and turn around and try again. So he needs a little practice in Honesdale. You might see us walking around um, just walking in circles <laughs> for a while. That's know. not an accident. That's an on purpose. Yeah, that's an on purpose. So we yeah, so you have training. some amount of vision you're able to help a little bit, right? Yeah, I'm lucky in the sense that I have some usable vision um, so I can kind of compensate uh, when he can't. <laughs> um, and then... Um, Okay, so I just I want to kind of circle back to, okay, so uh, what if what, what if someone sees a person with a service dog? Is it accept? Is it is it appropriate to just run up and start petting the service dog? No, it's right. not acceptable. Okay. When the harness is on, they're working, yep. and they need all their concentration to work and protect the person that is using the service animal. Yep, you can only pet a service dog when the harness is off. Got it. Okay. So everyone out there, you cool with that? I know this like crushes you to see a dog and not be able to pet it, but the dog's got a job. The dog's at work. All right. You, you know, if, if you wouldn't go up to, I don't know, a truck driver while he was at work and be like, hey, can I pet you? You're why is it? No, you wait till the. That just got me a weird look from Melissa. <laughs> um, okay. So, Liz, time to talk about food. Okay. Okay. So I ask guests to bring in something they're just crazy about. What have you got? Oh, so I can reveal it. Now? Reveal, please tell okay. tell me tell tell everybody. All right, what I brought today was my is one of my favorite foods and one of my favorite places to go. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I bought three flavors of ice cream from Wahoo. I know Wahoo. Yes, it's Tyler Hill, right? Uh, yes, I think is it Tyler Hill, Damascus, right around there. Yep, it's oh. it is one of our favorite places to go as a family, and we love Carol and Jim Rutledge so much. They're yeah. the owners. Um, in fact, Jim Rutledge was our girls' bus driver for quite a while. No kidding. Yep, and that's how we met him when we first moved here. Is we found out the bus driver was the owner of the ice cream shop, <laughs> so we took the girls there to get used to seeing him every day. We just kept buying them ice cream. Oh, and then when they got on the bus, they loved him. <laughs> <laughs> so we Very love smart. we love Wahoo. So that's I brought you some Wahoo. Wow. Okay. What flavors do we have here? Uh, uh, we have chocolate. We have black raspberry. Raspberry, yep. and we have the flavor of the month, which is cookies and cream. Hello. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take your mic. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to kind of turn it like this. No problem. Crank the gain up on it so then we can both talk. Hello, hello. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sounds good. Okay, wow. So we, the black raspberry is this beautiful purple color, like yes. uh, lavender almost. Yes. Uh, the chocolate is a nice brown, and then the cookies and cream looks fantastic. Now, cookies and cream, a.k.a. Oreo, basically. Yes. But, you know, it's a brand name, so that people can't use it. So where should I start? Um... I think you should try the flavor of the month. Okay, cookies and cream first. We're going to move it over here. Okay. Hang on a second. This is beautiful here. I don't think you'll be disappointed, especially no. since you know it. <laughs> I'm a big... Oh, man. And uh, Wahoo is great. It's like... It's kind of... It, some of the best businesses around here are in the middle of nowhere. I think the, yep. White, Owl, the White Owl Steakhouse. But like, um, and that's we, we met each other at the yep. White Owl, by the I way. I love White Owl. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then Wahoo is definitely like on some dirt road, at practically at somebody's house. Um, I th- yeah, that's his old house. Mm. Mm. Good, right? Oh my gosh, the cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> whoa. Okay, hang on. Let me get a piece of the cookie here. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, uh, in a prior life, I was a I worked for an ice cream company, kind of. Um, wow. And I know a thing or two mm, about what makes good ice cream. Okay. For me, the do you want to try some? Do you want a spoon? Sure. Here, dig in, lady. This is breakfast. 
There's dairy in this. <laughs> so as you eat this, yes. pay attention to how smooth it is in your mouth. Like mm -hmm. there's no graininess or crystallization. Nope. Mm. And it's just, it's soft. It's not it, right, it's chunky not, or hard. Yep. Or... It's a kind of a uniform. Mm -hmm. I think this is, oh, oh man, this is mm -hmm. good. This is good. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm going to put the lid on this one. Mm -hmm. Changing gears to chocolate. I'm going to say black raspberry for last because I like I'm a big fan of that. That's one of my favorites, actually. Good. Okay. <laughs> so chocolate chocolate ice cream can seem very simple. Yes. Let's see what this tastes like. I mean, because sometimes the flavor can be a little more complicated mm -hmm. than just chocolate. You can even smell the chocolate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything, I mean, I'm never disappointed mm. when I go there. Again, so, oh, good chocolate flavor. So creamy. Mm -hmm. So smooth. And it's not soft serve ice cream. This is like the real deal hard pack ice cream. You right. Know? It's the, it's soft like soft serve, mm -hmm. but it's real ice cream. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. I mean, once you eat this, you can't go buy ice cream at a store anymore. Mmm. <laughs> okay, the chocolate's really good. Hang on, yep. a little more chocolate here. Okay. Wow. I'm amazed. What, wait, when did you get this? Uh, we picked this up. Yesterday afternoon, we put it in the freezer and just left it right in the freezer. Yeah, I'm, and it, it still tastes like yeah. When we get it, I, I was gonna, go. I was going to say, did you stop there this morning? Like, did they? Did uh, they... No, no. <laughs> I think Jim's at work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, black raspberry. Yeah. Okay, this go is for my it. favorite. Okay, the color is so pretty. Hang on, where's my phone? Yeah, this I is like a, a nice purple. Yes, and it it tastes like black raspberries. Okay. Oop, and when you go there, he makes his own hot fudge. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm yeah, this is good. Oh, wow. That is a good flavor. That is that I am I am transported to a raspberry patch. <laughs> yeah. Ow, I can feel the prickers. Ow. <laughs> <Yeah>, right? <laughs> oh, it's the black raspberry is um it's a delicate flavor. Like right. uh it's not it doesn't overwhelm you at all. No. It's plenty sweet, it's plenty creamy, but then there's that it's on your tongue, that black mm -hmm. raspberry flavor. Mm. Okay. And when you buy it from the store, it's usually so heavy mm -hmm. that it's like, it's really raspberry, black mm. raspberry. When you buy it from him, it's like, it's just much more subtle. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm impressed. Uh, I, ice cream for breakfast? Yeah, it's always good. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> there's milk in ice cream. It's good. There's dairy. Yeah, there's dairy in there. Actually, there's often eggs in ice cream, too. I'm sure. Depends on where you get it from, but egg, egg yolks can wind up in the ice cream. Wow. Uh, Liz, that was fantastic. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, and thank thank you, Wahoo. Thank um, you, Wahoo. Okay, so I'm going to spin the mic back to you. Okay. Turn it down a little bit. I'm back over on this mic. Hello, hello. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. Wow. My guest on Taste Test is Liz Castellano. Yep. Uh, Liz, do you have a like a website where people can see your art? Yes, I have a website. It's uh, www.castellanoart.net. And I'm also on Facebook. I have a page, castellanoart.net. And that's updated daily if you want to see what's going on and what I'm making and where I'm going and what I'm doing. Uh, Castellano, C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-O. Correct. Okay. Um, okay, Cast castellanoart.net. Yep. Okay. Are there any pictures of Crom the dog? Uh, Crom, I'm not sure if he's on castellanoart.net yet, but have, I can get a picture up of him on there. Have you painted him? No, I have not painted. Now, anything. what do you typically tend to paint? Nature scenes, portrait scene. What, what's your? 
Uh, I do a little bit of everything. Nature. Okay. I love painting uh, Damascus and, and, and Pennsylvania. So that, that's your neck of the woods is Damascus? Yes. Okay, cool. I mean, love too. Love Damascus. Hey, all right. Yeah. yeah. Are you right on the river or are you back off in the river a little bit? I'm not on the river. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm back off. Okay. But um, I love... I love it here. It's just so beautiful, and a lot of my work is inspired by it. A lot of florals, paintings. I'll paint people like my children. Um, I, I do a lot of things. I do pets once in a while. I have done pictures of pets. Okay, so this would not be the first animal for you to do if no, you, were, no. you were to do crom. No, I have to do crom. I, I, I would, I would, I, you know, don't let me tell you what to do, but I would... <laughs> I would certainly enjoy seeing you your interpretation of of your of your dog, especially that you have a relationship with him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not just mm-hmm. someone's pet. This is someone with whom you have a, a bond. I will get right on that after I do that <laughs> steampunk painting. <laughs> oh, or, or just thinking out loud here again. Don't let me tell you what to do. Steampunk crom with like a top hat and a little monocle. Well, yeah, like... <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Steampunk crom. <laughs> All right. Uh, my guest is uh, Liz Castellano, uh, artist from uh, Damascus, PA, on Taste Test Thursday. Uh, we just enjoyed some delicious Wahoo ice cream. Uh, I have something to share with you, Liz, uh, after we take a break. This this fits my my sort of like the thing that you eat or drink all the time. Okay. This is something that I consume a lot of at my house, and I'm excited to share it. I don't know if you'll like it or not, but we will, <laughs> we'll find out as Taste Test Thursday continues here on 95.3 DNH. <laughs> The second annual Wayne County Elder Justice Day is Wednesday, May 16th at Lador's Performing Arts and Recreation Center in Waymart. Come find out how to identify, prevent, and report issues that affect older adults in our communities. You'll learn about protecting your funds, avoiding fraud, as well as recognizing neglect, scams, and abuse of older adults. Hosted by the Wayne County Elder Abuse Task Force and the Area Agency on Aging, the event includes various vendors with resources and literature on many topics. Featured speakers are Wayne County District Attorney Pat Robinson and Victim Witness Coordinator Melinda Card, Consumer Advocate Mary Bach, and Jeffrey Dauber with the Alzheimer's Association. A free lunch is provided, and you can win door prizes too. Register to attend by calling 570-253-4262. Transportation within Wayne County is also available free of charge. Call 570-253-4262 today. Spring is finally here, and the Honesdale Agway Greenhouse is brimming with everything to make this the best growing season ever. Flowers and plants, vegetables and fruit trees, annuals, perennials, shrubs, and more. Come see the beautiful displays. It's a spring wonderland. You'll find just what you need for indoors, outdoors, gardens and yards, flower pots, containers, and so much more. Agway garden seeds of every kind. Agway potting soil, $11.99 for a two-cubic-foot bag. Organic potting mix is only $12.99 a bag. Agway topsoil, $1.99 a bag. And Agway organic humus, $2.99 a bag. Balance your soil with Agway pelletized lime. A 40-pound bag is only $3.99. And don't forget your mulch, a three-cubic-foot bag of cedar for just $3.99. Or Agway pine bark is only $5.99. They have seed potatoes and onion sets, too. Plus, celebrate barbecue season with a new Weber grill. Honesdale Agway, Brown Street, Honesdale. The I didn't know they had that, too, store. With the exciting reopening of the movie theater at the Route 6 Plaza, the great American pastime of dinner and a movie is back in Honesdale. And with that, at Two Guys from Italy, we're happy to be back as a favorite part of that tradition with our popular 10% discount with your movie ticket stubs before or after the movie. 
Make your night at the movies even better with our nightly features. Monday, we have wing night, free dessert night, and pizza and wine for $21.99. Tuesday, we have buy one, get one, half off pasta night. And Wednesday is the early bird special from 4.30 to 6. And we have great dinner specials every night of the week. So make it a date. Any night is movie night at Two Guys from Italy. Dinner in a Movie is back with Two Guys from Italy, located by the theater at the Route 6 Plaza in Honesdale. So much more than pizza, Two Guys from Italy. Hey! Technology is always changing, and Radio Bold is at the cutting edge. Download the Radio Bold app today and listen to your favorite Bold Gold Media station wherever you go. 95.3 DNH, Classic Hits 105.3, Wing Pike News Radio, The River 105 and 103.5, 94.3 The Talker, 1400 The Game, Thunder 102, 98.3 WSUL, and 95.9 VOSFM. Radio Bold is available for the iPhone and Android, phones and tablets. It's free to download and easy to use. The onboard alarm clock lets you wake up to your favorite station. And Radio Bold is fully compatible with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. So it integrates seamlessly into your car stereo. Use Radio Bold every day to check in with your favorite local station no matter where on earth you are. Radio Bold. Radio without borders. 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 We will get a uh, partly sunny start to the day, then a chance of showers, some clouds, some thunderstorms possible this afternoon. Highs today in the lower 70s. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Showers are likely. Some thunderstorms possible as well. Lows overnight in the mid-40s. Friday, partly sunny. Highs in the mid-60s. Saturday, showers likely. Highs in the lower 70s. And Sunday, clouds, showers, and highs in the mid-60s. It's 66 outside now. I'm Adam Owens on DNH. How we doing? I can turn it on anytime. Turn it on. It's up and it's fun. Turn it up. My music's all good. 95.3 We are back for the third and final segment of Taste Test Thursday for this Thursday, May 10th. 46 minutes after 8 o'clock. My guest is Liz Castellano from Damascus, PA. Hi, Liz. Hi, how are you? I'm very, very good. Thank <laughs> you so much for coming in this morning. Uh, it's been a real pleasure having you here. It's been fun talking and... Uh, it's been fun getting to know Crom without petting him. Uh, well, you can pet him if you want me to take the harness. Yeah, we're off. gonna we're gonna have to do that coming up in a little bit here. All so, right. but, but first, I have something to share with you. Now, uh, I ask guests to bring in something they eat all the time. So, ice cream, perfect for you. Like you, you know, this is the one thing that just rings your bell, right? Right. Um, when I'm at home, I do my best to make decent dietary choices. It's not always easy, but I try to avoid. You know, candies and snack foods. And the big one for me is I try to avoid soda. Yes. Coca-Cola is like my favorite thing in the world. If oh, I, wow. If I had a last meal, Coca-Cola would definitely be involved. Okay. But, I mean, the stu- it's just pure sugar. And you just right. you can crank through cans of it. So you, I try to keep away from it. But I like that that experience of opening the can and hearing the fizz and the bubbles on my tongue, right? Right. So seltzer has become my stand-in. Very good choice. Carbonated water, right? Sparkling water. Club yes. soda. I don't know. There's a million things you could call it. It's a little boring, though. It just doesn't taste like much. But it's right. better than plain water, right? Plain water is like... I mean, that's what that's really good. You should be drinking plenty of that. But it's just uh, it's not as exciting. Right. Gotcha. So, I found this particular brand of seltzer and this particular flavor within the brand 
Now, you can get these flavored seltzers that there's no calories, there's no sweeteners. It's just a little hint of, you know, like a lemon lime. This sounds good. Or black cherry. So I'm going to, I brought a can of, and this is one flavor that I always go to. And I go through, I don't know, a case of this stuff a week practically at my house. (laughs) So I'm going to open it up for you, and I'm going to have you taste it. And you tell me if you can tell what it's supposed to be flavored like. Okay. It's a little weird. Okay. Here it comes. Okay. Okay, Got the sound. Yep, there's that. Okay. So there it is. Fresh out of the fridge. It's a little bit of an unusual flavor. Wow, it is weird. Right? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, a... it's tough. To, once I tell you, you'll know. It'll make perfect it's sense. It's good. Okay, I'm glad you like it. I'm Because some people kind of taste it and they kind of go, eh, I don't know about this. No, it's it's good. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what it is, though. Is it like a... It's almost like a... Like a cream, kind of, or root beer type. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take one more sip, and as you're sipping, I'm gonna tell you. All right, coconut. I got it. Right? Yeah, Isn't it's it? definitely coconut. It's Isn't good it? though. Isn't it? I'm a fan. So this is the Lacroix. It's sort of the fancy, you know, pinky up brand seltzer. I'm gonna have to look this up because I am a seltzer drinker. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, good news. Yes. So they sell this uh, at Pex in Calicoon. They all sell right. it at uh, Walmart. They sell it at Weiss. And the flavors are different. There's all they have mm-hmm. a dozen different flavors. So the coconut one is not always there, but whenever it is, I go for it. It's really good. And yeah. It's, the bubblies. It's really. Bu- it's like as far as seltzer goes, I think it's. It's good seltzer. Like it's yes. got good bubbles. Absolutely. Oh, I'm, Liz, I'm glad you like it. Yeah. So, yeah, the coconut's good. And you know what? What I would do, too, is I would squeeze a lime in there. You get the lime and the coconut. Ah! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. No, and it tastes great. <laughs> and just if you are into, like, making cocktails and stuff, and right. you have one that requires seltzer, a little shot of the little coconut in there is really nice. It just okay. Adds, yeah. So that's that's mine. It's the LaCroix Coconut Seltzer. Um, there are other flavors. I've tasted most of them. They're sort of so-so, but the coconut. Yeah, I've it's good. Never yeah. encountered that before. No, I've never heard of anything like that. Coconut seltzer. Really okay. cool. Um, oh, and you have something for me here. What's this? Uh, I brought you some eggs. Oh, wait, do you have chickens? Yes, we have free-range chickens. <laughs> ah! I love chickens. We love our chickens. Um, and How many chickens? We have something like 20, 21 chickens, and we have four guinea hens. Oh, my. So two dozen fowl. Yes. A service dog, two other dogs, three kids, a husband. And two cats. And two cats. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Liz Castellano. <laughs> yeah, we, we keep very busy. We, we like it. <laughs> wow. Well, Liz, uh, thank you so much for coming into the studio this morning. This has been fun. You're welcome. It's uh, been my pleasure. CastellanoArt.net. That's C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-O-A-R-T dot N-E-T. If you'd like to see some of Liz's paintings, I'm going to share some of them on my Facebook page as well. Liz, thanks again for coming in. Thank you. This has been totally, totally fun. It's been Taste Test Thursday here on DNH for another Thursday morning. We are at 10 minutes before 9 o'clock, wrapping up the morning show for the day. Uh, I am uh, going to be out tomorrow. I'll be down the hall at Classic Hits. Sam Miller will be in here for 95.3 tomorrow morning and also this afternoon to take care of you for your workday. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in spending your morning with me. Take care, be good to each other, and save me a donut. Selling a home can be especially tricky. Thankfully, the number one name in real estate